Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 7. I hope everyone here had a great week. You know, before we do the recap, we gotta do the rundown. And the only thing I got for you is that we have a special announcement at the end of this episode. So be sure to stay tuned for that. It's a very, very special announcement. Now let's get into the recap. In our last episode, Kemi Joe and the guys joined forces and brewed a concoction to try to take the bugbear chieftain out. While Kemi Joe was brewing, our heroes decided to take a rest, leveling them up and putting them at level two. After the rest, they confront the bugbear chieftain, only to see that the bugbear has taken on a hellish, nightmarish form in a dark room filled with dead bodies. The heroes used Kemi Joe's potion by having Jarrell chuck it at the chieftain's face and were able to put the bugbear to sleep. While the chieftain was knocked out, the heroes noticed the bugbear's mace that he is holding has a blood shard socketed into the hilt of the weapon. The heroes also noticed that the weapon is fused to the bugbear's body, making a flesh-like gauntlet. It's quickly decided to separate the weapon from him while he's asleep, failing and waking him up, making him nice and angry and ready for a fight. And at the end of the last session, in the middle of combat, Armos tries to hide behind some dead bodies and stumble upon something, turning the situation from bad to worse. Bard, play that intro, and let's get into the show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D 404. What? Another one? Jesus. Ooh, I got 15. A 15. You, as you move closer to it, as the behind this mound of bodies, you start to hear a rumble underneath and bodies start shifting a little bit the closer you get to it. Reginald looks at you and goes, oh, that's not good. Wait, why, why, what, what is, what's going on? Oh, that's not good. With that on your turn, that's all that's good. That's all you can hear. The conversation will continue. Uh, cause that was quite the eventful turn. We're going to pass it back up to Minus. Uh, oh God, Drell. Oh, Drell. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I needed that. Ah, back to it. I, uh, run 10 feet towards, uh, Kemi Joe. Okay. So you can get up. That's your action. You, and your move action is to go towards Kemi. Wait, but I thought when I gave him the health points, he popped back up. Uh, he was awake, but he didn't get up. He has to get up on his turn. Uh, okay. Um, so I have a, I mean, I have a bonus action. I'm not sure what I can use that for. Um, like if you had a healing potion on you, I would let you do that. I'll take my, I have one health potion, so I'll take my health potion. Okay. I'll allow it. I don't know if we said before homebrew rule, we decided to let potions if they were ready at the belt side, uh, to just be a bonus action rather than a main action. Um, if they're quick drinks, which a healing potion is, uh, yeah. so right. if you guys don't like it. You can suck it. Okay. Back into the game. <laughs> All right, 2d4 plus 2, right? Yes, sir. Yep. All right, boom. Four. Nice. All right. And four. Fucking A. <laughs> All right, cheater. 16, okay, cheater. We're going to make it an action again. We're going to make it an action again. You saw it. <laughs> All right, so what's your health at now? You gain 9 plus 10. Mm. So you're back at 19. You're feeling pretty good. You're feeling pretty good. It then goes down to initiative 12 instead of 8. Oh, God. From the center of the room, underneath the bodies that now start to sh the shaking from the center of the room, you hear a loud groan, dreadful groan. And as from the top of the body start to shudder and fall down, 
as you see a giant body sit up from the middle of the mound. This giant, it kind of looks, you can't really tell what it is, but it looks like a giant sitting up. It's about 11 feet tall. All the bodies that were on top of it roll off. And it has two heads. One of the heads is completely drooped down and looks lifeless. It's missing the bottom half of its jaw and looks like there's no reaction from it at all. The other head looks like it has a giant bite taken out of its cheek, pale white eyes. Uh, its mouth is just hanging low, drooling with a mixture of like saliva and blood. And his eyes look lifeless. The rest of his body has random parts chewed out. You can kind of see bones sticking out like he's like a broken arm. Just random pieces of flesh is just removed from him. His body and skin looks rotten. And he just slowly turns his head and he's looking at Armos. That's going to be this creature's turn. But he is looking at Armos with a long drawn out groan. <laughs> And as he's doing that, more saliva and blood fall onto his massive chest. It then goes down to the bugbears and Kemi's Joe's turn. So Kemi Joe kind of looks around. He yells over to Minus. Uh, well, he's talking to Minus because they're right next to each other. He's like, what is that over there? Oh, kind of looking around scared. He's going to make a he's he's scared. Kemi Joe is scared. Oh, God. He failed a uh, check. And he is terrified. He kind of hides behind Minus. It goes to the bugbear's turn. The bugbear is looking, uh, was looking at Minus. He watched him run away. He turns around. He sees Armos. No, he doesn't see Armos because Armos is kind of over there. I want to see if he notices him. The bugbear is actually going to look at Drell. He's going to make an attack on Drell with a loud scream. He's going to make a multi-attack towards Drell. Looking fucked up. He rolled a he rolled a 19. That hits. He's gonna roll with the wing. Uh 17. Does that hit? It does. Alright, so he's gonna hit you with his mace. He's gonna hit you with his wing. Hits you with 12 points of damage to the mace across the body. Hits you with his wing. Six points of damage with his wing as he hits you with the mace and then slices across the chest with his razor sharp bones. Okay, so I'm gonna do my stones endurance reaction. Nice. What does that do? Which allows me to do a D12 plus my charisma modifier to reduce incoming damage. Sick. Um, so that is an 11 because I don't my charisma zero. So, uh, so what was that? 18 minus 11. So seven points of damage. Nice, good for you. Good nice. for you. All right. Wow, that was a that's a could be really bad, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that goes down to Drell's turn. Drell, uh, you can go. You get your reaction back, by the way, because it's not your turn again. So I am going to go ahead and just fucking swing my axe at him. And that's a nat 20. Ooh, go ahead. Yeah, hey. that fucking hits, baby. That fucking so hits, let's baby. Do... It's only seven points of damage. He's looking hurt. Uh, He's but looking then I want to use my bonus action, which is one D10 plus my fighting level to gain back health. So it's only four health back. What it got me down to 13, but plus four. So I'm at seven. Okay, cool. All right. 
Okay. Uh, almost. It's your turn. Um, you being next to this mound of dead bodies, you're looking up at this giant with two heads. One of the heads is looking at you, or the other one's just kind of lifeless. While looking at him, you see one of those red shards in his forehead that's alive? Question mark. Shining. Me and Reginald just go, shit. Oh boy. Oh boy, that's not good. Reginald, what do we what do we do here, buddy? Any any words of wisdom? Do I need to say farewell to you now, or? That, so he Reginald looks at you and he points to the red gem or this red glowing thing in his forehead, and he goes, "That thing just brought this thing back to life." It can can I do like I don't know what free actions are, but is is that like perception where I can like look and see like how well the stone looks in the dude's forehead or? Can I assess what the guy looks like? Go ahead and make me... I'll let you use that as a bonus action to give me an Arcana check. Oh, seven, eight, nine. Nine. Ugh. With a nine? Okay. Uh, you recognize the gem. It's the same one that's in the hilt. As a warlock, you know that this thing has been brought back to life. This thing is, uh, I guess, a zombie. And it is looking right at you. God, I don't know what to do. Maybe uh, it's friendly. <laughs> All right. We got we to gotta handle the other guy, right? At this point, so... I, I kind of ran over to the dead bodies, looked this guy up and down, and start creeping away back uh, towards the group as I use my... Oh, that's what I'll do. I'm going to use my true strike on the new guy, and but specifically the gem. Okay, what does true strike do? So I extend my hand and point a finger at the gem. My magic grants me a benefit insight to the target's defenses. And then on my next turn, I gain advantage for my first attack roll against the, the target, providing that the spell hasn't ended. And now it goes to the Minus' turn. The Minus. The Minus. <laughs> <laughs> I, still, I still have my uh, Hunter's Mark. Activated or no? No, you are. Yeah, you lost concentration. Uh, first, I'm going to just use a, an action and with my sling, try and launch a, a sling bullet at the gem. Uh, on who? They both have gems? Yes. So okay. the giant has a gem in the forehead. Yes. The other one is in the weapon. Yeah, I, w I wanted to go for the weapon. All, all homebrewed content, by the way, just in case anyone has any questions, anyone listening. <laughs> all homebrew content, by the way. Uh, but yeah, there's one in the weapon, and then there's one in the forehead of the other guy. But the bugbear looks fucked up. Yeah, I'll just do a sling at the bugbear then, instead of the... Uh, that is a... not good. <laughs> That's a 14. Just misses. Okay. So, missed that, um, but then I, can I use a bonus action to try and motivate, um, Kemi? So you're gonna give him, like, a pep talk? Yeah, is that persuasion? Go ahead and do a... Just charisma? Yeah, roll a persuasion check. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, hopefully that works. Uh, persuasion is just going to be a straight up 10. I'm like, Kemi, you got this. You got this. We, huh? we can band Where? together. It's going to be Where? okay. Where? All right, you're the healer. You got, you got potions <laughs> and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be crazy. Oh, big, big Masha. Big, big Masha. He's like, hey. oh, no, don't, don't look at the Tory about it. <laughs> He's still shaking. Uh, he just watched something come back to life. Okay. There's like a giant in the room <laughs> who's half eaten. Uh, he's still pretty scared. It's now good to go to the giant's turn. He gets up. He's going to use his action to get up fully. So in his left arm is a dead half orc that looks pretty beaten up, gripped in his hand by his legs. 
and he's looking at Armos. No. Still groaning. <laughs> drooling. So that's going to be the giant's turn. And now it is the bugbear's turn and Kemi Joe's turn. Kemi Joe's just kind of looking around. He, he's not sure what to do. He's freaking out. Um, is anybody hurt right now? Uh, I am. You are? Okay. He's going to run over the drill. He runs over the drill. Oh, well, good for Kemi Joe. He had a roll of disadvantage. He rolled a 15 and a 20 to not bust his fucking ass uh, as he runs over to Drell. And he hands him potion. Good run, Kemi. That's his turn. That was a great run. <laughs> so he hands Drell a potion. Uh, goes to the bugbear's turn. The bugbear is going to swing at Drell. Swing at the mace. Nine misses. Swings with the wing. Eight misses. Okay. Just double whiff. That is now it's going to drop down to Drell's turn. Turn passes the drill. Here we go. <laughs> Drill's just fucking swinging away. And that's another nap fucking 20, dude. Yeah, fucking two in a row. Damn. You're fine. Let's yeah, fucking go, roll dude. for damage, my guy. Roll those two D12s. This fucking orange D20, dude, is fire. Uh, That's 16 damage. Sick. Hold on. I got to do some quick mates. Drill. Finish his ass. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Oh, man. I wasn't ready for this. Huh? <laughs> I was ready for more damage. He turns to Menace. Or, no. He turns to uh, Cami Joe, who just gave him the potion. And uh, he goes, Thanks, little guy. Now you got to watch me kill this fucker. Drill walks up. He chops off his uh, wrist because Armos was kept bitching about the goddamn <laughs> bloodstone. And then he. And then he just cuts off the head and the body just falls backwards. So you walk up to him. You do one of those cool like Coca-Cola moments to Kemi Joe. You toss him your jersey. You walk up to him. <laughs> chop off his arm. Chops off his head. The bugbear falls down and his head rolls as his stupid long tongue just kind of drags on the floor. Um, the bug, the, the evil bugbear dude is now dead. And you still have this giant thing in the room. So it's still initiative. So now the turn is going to pass over to Armos. Armos, you are having a stare down match. You're looking at this giant. The giant's looking at you. Reginald is like doing a double take because he he knows what's going on. But he is a bit speechless right now. Uh, he's like, oh, boy. Oh, Armos, you, you, we, we got to move. <laughs> got we got to move. All right. Well, first, I'm going to blast him. I, 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 as I'm pointing to him. I take my uh, Eldritch Blast. Yeah, roll with advantage. And uh, with roll and advantage. Okay, and that was a one. So <laughs> so roll again, because you have advantage. Ten. Ten plus your modifiers. So all your spells are charisma. So it's always plus three, because that's oh. your main stat. Okay. Yeah, so you got a 13. That hits. Okay. Seven. You do seven points of damage to this giant. But I hit him right in the freaking little gem in his forehead. All right. I'm going to do a... I'm going to do a strength check to see if anything happens to the gem. Okay. Nothing happens. His head goes back, though. Boom. <laughs> Looks at you. So after realizing nothing happens to the, to the gem, I quickly do a double take and kind of backtrack and run and try to find some cover so you move back about 15 feet just try to get some distance uh it is now menace's um time. is since he's facing uh since he's facing armos do i get any advantage 
Is his like back turned to me or? Yeah, his back is towards you. Okay, so I'll. Uh, if you wanted to roll, like, uh, if you wanted to shoot some at him, I'll give you advantage. Okay, I, uh, I'm gonna try and distract him. So I'll throw a sling at him to try and get him to come towards me. Okay, so I got an 11. <laughs> 11? Uh, that's with your modifiers? Yeah. It's. Ooh, all right. Awesome. That's two. Two damage. Two damage? Okay, he gets hit with two damage. Completely unaffected by it. I yell at him. Hey, big guy, over here! And I run 10 feet in the other direction, like backwards, you know? Like, hey, hey, hey! Doesn't phase him. Great. <laughs> uh, it goes down to the giant's turn. Uh, he looks at Armos, and with a... Just with a big old groan, takes his um takes the half fork that's in his hand and goes to swing it at Armos like a giant club. Does he have disadvantage because he's now having to crouch down and like kind of swing sideways as opposed to overhand? Nope. What? He's so tall. There's no that's way. That's a great question. There's no way. <laughs> Seventeen. Damn it. Seventeen hit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he smacks you off the head uh, side of the head with a half orc. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, you know, what is a half fork in weapons, right? Is that a mace? Is it a sword? This dude is a great axe. What? I think it's no, more it's of a, a bludgeon. bludgeon. It's a definite bludgeon Yeah, I'm item. just using the roll. I'm just using the die because it's a fucking giant, dude. He's going to hit you pretty fucking hard. I mean, but it's like, it's like a pillow. Of damage. It's like a pillow. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like a pillow, a half fork. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he hits you with eight points of damage as he just smacks you with a half fork. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. This orc hits you. Eight points of damage. It's going to go down to Drell's turn. Well, Drell's going to sigh and say, uh, I guess we're going to kill this one next. And he's just going to run. Are they within 30 feet? Yes. Okay. So I guess 15 technically. But okay, cool. So I'll move to them and I'll just swing my axe. He, he's in the center of the dead bodies that you found before. Uh, that is a 21. And that is only three damage. Three damage? Cool. Yeah. Uh, almost. It's your turn. Before doing anything, I, I kind of uh, yell out to, to Menace to maybe he could try to uh, scale the guy and go for the gem. Kind of shout it guy. out. <laughs> we need to... We need to go for the fucking gem in the guy's face. Yeah, I'm getting that Seems now. to be the source of all their power. As you yell over, Reginald's like, yeah, that seems like a pretty good idea. Yeah, I would totally, I would totally go for that, too. <laughs> I just yell back. Instead of swinging oh, man, at the a, dude's feet. That's a great idea. I didn't even think about that. Oh, great idea. <laughs> Reginald uh, is in his uh, Mickey boxing <laughs> coach outfit all of a sudden. Like, yeah, this seems like a great idea. You should totally do that. <laughs> I think I'm just going to use my blast again and try to get some distance on him. Roll a hit, baby. All right. Let's see what, let's see what happens. So I'm aiming again at the gem, hoping to, I don't know, knock it loose or something. So I got a 14 plus three. It's. Hey. It's, yeah. This thing does not have high AC. Yeah. <laughs> Big blob. And that's four plus three. So seven. Seven. And then, uh. He's still in the middle of the room. He hasn't really moved. He just swung a half orc at you. Yeah, let me get let me get behind Drill if if he's in range at this point because I'm yeah, at yeah you uh, can do that now. I'm at four life. Okay, it goes back up to Minus. I'm gonna hit him, Armos. I run over to uh. First, well, here's my question: uh, Will I use up an action if I pick up my javelin? Yes. I, I need it. Yeah, I need it. Oh I'm my gonna, god, that's like, such a great idea. I, 
I yell at, I yell at Armos. I'm like, oh, okay, give me a sec. Uh, uh, give me a sec. And I run over and I, I pull out my javelin. Okay, so you go over to the dead bugbear, you rip your javelin out of his chest. So and that's it. It's going to go down to Kemi Joe's turn. Kemi Joe sees almost is looking a bit fucked up. So he's going to start making his way over to him. He's going to make a dash action to try to get to him. So he's going to use his full turn. He rolls a distance. He got 19. He does a trip. He does a trip. As he makes it over to you with his bonus action, he hands you a uh, health potion. Oh, well, thank you. Good, sir. Oh, uh, here you go. Here you go. You I'm go glad by. we didn't kill you. I mean, yeah, I'm uh, really glad tie too. you up. I'm really yeah. glad to. Or let you go. I mean, yeah. Just glad you're here. Thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, he hands you a potion and now drops down to you, Drill, and your turn. Yeah, he's just going to keep swinging. Um, because... Oh, wait, I skipped the giant's turn. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Why I'm did we, sorry. Why did we even... He we goes faster. to again swift uh, swing at Armos. Ah! Does an 11 hit. No, because you're no, plus it five AC. No, it you're, oh yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah. goes right over your head. The just the sheer force of his strength that just goes over your head as he flails his body over you is like it makes you shake a little bit. You don't fall or anything, but you definitely catch yourself. You're like, whoa. I definitely like kind of drift one space to the right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is now drill's turn. Okay, uh, so they're facing the other direction, right? No, everyone's faced. I'm giant. behind you. The guy just swung oh, at me. Okay. He's okay. definitely yeah. looking you right in the eyes. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Then I'm just gonna I'm just gonna swing for him. Yep. Go for it. I I figure <laughs> we can worry about the blood crystals later on. That's only yeah. five. Yeah. That misses. <laughs> yeah. You just whiff it. You just completely whiff it. It is almost his turn. Almost. What are you doing? Drinking is that a bonus action or is that a? It is a bonus action. Drinking a <laughs> regular health potion. Yeah. <laughs> That means I'm gonna shoot him in the face again. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you drink this potion, you do like a Coca-Cola commercial, like, and you, oh, yeah. you shoot him. Oh wait, do I gotta roll because I get like? Yeah. yeah. So you're gonna roll two d four plus two. Uh, that is a four, and a three. Uh, so that is nine health back. Ooh, we're rolling good on the health today. Yeah, a little too good. You're lucky I'm watching you guys on camera. Yeah. <laughs> a little too good. A little Otherwise sussy. Be like, nah, nah, it's, nah. A bit, it's a bit sussy. <laughs> well, dude, he would have been like, there's no way you actually rolled three nat 20s against that fucking monster, dude. Especially. <laughs> <when you're> <laughs> it's proof, though. All right. So uh, in one hand, I'm I'm drinking the potion. On the other, I'm flinging a spell, trying to hit him in the, in the jewels, you know. <laughs> and I got a zero or a one. <laughs> you got a one? Well, no. Well, I guess plus three, so a three. Did you roll on that one? Four. Yeah, I did uh, roll on that one. You blow yourself back a little. Uh. You blow yourself back ten feet. Is <laughs> your Eldritch Blast kind of like <laughs> in your hands? And I'm just doing that because you have the invocation to blast anything back ten feet. So I'm blasting you back ten feet. All right. Uh, <laughs> it the blast. Give me a uh, acrobatic check. Oh God. DC twelve. Oh my god, I, I rolled a one again. <laughs> you fall on your ass. You fall on your ass, you do a little tumble. <laughs> you tumble backwards as you go back 10 feet. Um, I love that my dice say fuck on it when you roll a one. <laughs> but you uh, are 10 feet further than you were from him, so that's good. Uh, it goes back up to Minus' turn. I'm knocked down? Yes. So, real quick, just side note. So, I read that it's half your movement speed to stand up. When you're knocked prone? It. it I don't know. 
I, I just read that it was to stand up, it's half your movement speed. I didn't know if that's like, if you're knocked down or knocked out or I didn't know. I will tell you the exact definition in a second. 10,000 seconds later. All right, we're going to retcon here. All right, coming okay, back into okay. <laughs> okay. So I guess I've been playing with like, I know from when I played back in the day, standing up always took an action. I didn't realize D&D 5E has it a little bit different. Therefore, I fucked up and I apologize. Uh, standing up only takes half your movement speed and counts Crucify as a move, him. Uh, movement action. <laughs> uh, I thought, I always thought getting back up was a full action. I apologize. Back into combat. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> all right, all right. My turn. <laughs> I kind of get into a position uh, where I think I can, you know, see the gem properly. And I, I try and launch my javelin at the gem on his head. Dude, this is going to be so awesome. Please. All right, so that's 17. Oh, my God, yes. Hits. Okay, so that's uh, boom, four, boom. That's uh, 12. Holy shit. Um, quick maze. To the gem. To the gem, hopefully. With a javelin. Wait, is that piercing damage also? Like, uh, it is range piercing damage, yes. Woo! Oh! Take that with your AC. <laughs> uh. Javelin goes right into the head, right on the gem. It gets knocked back. The gem glows a bit. It's not broken, but that attack definitely got a reaction out of him. Uh-huh. And he... Head goes back. <laughs> More blood comes out of his mouth. Uh, he turns uh, towards Minus. What, what happens to my javelin? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> it's, I'm gonna roll D20. 10 or higher, it dinks off. And I can attempt. It rolls 10, 11 or higher, it dinks off to the floor. Yeah, you can just pick it up. I wanna use my bonus action, if it does that, to attempt to like do a sick grab, like jump forward. This is the coolest okay. turn that's ever happened. This is the coolest fucking turn. One to 10, it gets stuck in his head. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll let you roll it. I'll let you roll oh, it. Oh, no. Oh, God. Okay. One in 10. Uh, 15. Okay. Comes out. I will get you. Give me an acrobatic check. Yes. Okay. Oh, my God. Please. <laughs> please. <laughs> Bang. Oh, that is a 16. If you catch it. You <laughs> comes yes. out. You catch it. <laughs> I, I do like a sliding like. I slide across these dead bodies and blood and barely catch it. You know? In my, in my head. I'm very proud of you. He's looking at you. Uh, you just did a massive, massive damage to it. I would say he looks fucked up, but he's also rotting from the inside and has like his organs are falling out of his stomach and he's half eaten. So you don't really know if he's really fucked up or not. Right. But all I know is does a 13 hit? Me? No. Oh, he misses. He mm. swings the half orc at you and he just barely misses. I slide under it. <laughs> oh during my, my slide. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'll let it. Yeah. So as you catch it, you're doing this cool slide maneuver. He goes to, as he's doing it, he's swinging this dead half fork as a club at you. You slide <laughs> under it. But like, you do like this cool, like, slide on your knees, full back to the ground type thing. Yeah. Kind of like the, like some sick matrix stuff. Everything's in slow motion. <laughs> Everything else is moving in real time. You don't know why the uh, giant is also swinging in slow motion, too. Uh, but everything just looks really cool and badass to you. Uh, it is going to go to Carl's oh, turn. That was awesome. <laughs> that was the coolest turn that's ever happened. <laughs> For sure. Hands down. Not Nothing's been close. So that close. is an 11 to hit. 11 to hit? Yeah, that hits. It's four damage. This thing is looking pretty bad. His like limbs are falling off more. Uh, the cuts seem to be deeper. You, you're doing some damage to him. 
He started to react. Uh, it goes to Armos's turn. Finish him. <laughs> Reginald's massage. Oh, you could do this. You could do this. He's wearing his uh, box. He's wearing his little uh, Newsies hat again. Like, you got this, Armos. You got this, Armos. Come on. All right. Come on. You got this. Well, first, I stand up after getting just blown away. And then, uh, I mean, I think I I think I hit him with my, my blast again. It's it's like the, the no-brainer. Hold him, man. But yeah, I think I'm going to go with the, the blast. Hit him right up. Hide him in the... Uh, so anyway, I started blasting. I started blasting him in the family jewels, and we got uh, 11. It's Hey. Ooh. Ooh. 9, 10, 11, 12. 12 damage? 12. You reach your hand out, and you shoot him with this bolt. Coming from your hands, you hit him right in the head. His face indents a little bit. Uh, kind of concaves in. He falls down as a giant tremble erupts from the ground below you. Uh, everything kind of shakes because that's how fat this thing was. Uh, and he hits the ground with such force that like his already badly damaged like tummy that was like already like half eaten blows open and like his organs are just kind of out. This thing is dead, dead, dead. Uh, the <laughs> yeah. little jam fades a bit. Nice. You guys are now out of combat. That's what I'm talking about. Ugh. I kind of trot over to Armos. Like, ah, Armos, I pat him on the butt thinking it's his back. <laughs> that was a great hit. <laughs> well done. Dude, I give <laughs> I give Menace the biggest high five that knocks him over, but just <laughs> blown away about how cool he was. <laughs> I meant to do that. <laughs> Girl, get over here. We're going to have a hug. Yeah. <laughs> Come here, your big I'm all shield. About, I'm mean, all about hugging now. Drell <laughs> just starts wiping off the blood on his axe. <laughs> No, no hug? Uh, later. Uh, I'll get a hug later. Oh, man. Congratulations, boys. You just killed the bugabear and a giant zombie. Quite literally, a giant zombie. You were still in this room filled with dead bodies. There is a giant zombie dead body and the body of a mutated bugbear. You get your bearings together. You see that there's a lot of body parts uh, hanging around. Still pretty bloody. Still smells really bad. What are you guys doing? I go check the the gem immediately. <laughs> On the yeah. giant, I'm going to the. Uh, yeah, we'll do the giant one because uh, Reginald kind of made a stink about that one a little bit more than the other. So as you go to the giant, go ahead and give me an uh, intelligence check. Intelligence, bro. Well, that's a 16 before my modifier, <laughs> so uh, a 18. 18. So you know this, first of all, what it was just killed before you was a giant, but it was specifically an Etten. An Etten is a giant with two heads. Also thinks independently, and each side of the head kind of controls that part of the body. But this was a zombie Etten. And only one half of it was up, which is probably why it was as easy as it was to take, take down. Not to mention his body was rotted away, so it kind of had like... It wasn't as strong as an actual Etten. But you notice that the only side that came alive was the side with the gem stuck in his head. So as you go closer to the gem, Reginald's kind of like peering over the corner of your shoulder. And you go and you're able, if you want, to take the gem out pretty easily out of the rotten flesh of this giant. I don't like the way you said if you want, but yeah, I do. <laughs> it, it doesn't, it's not glowing as it was before. Uh, but Reginald is looking at it, he goes, Oh, I, I, that's blood shard. Blood shards. What do you know about these? He goes to answer you, and he stops dead in his tracks, as if he cat got his tongue. He can't talk. He goes, I uh, well uh, well you see, Reginald, I thought we were trying to help each other. What's I going am on to here? Help you. I can't. 
I get like word vomit over here. I can't really. This is from where I'm from. What does that mean? Ah, so something is stopping him from telling you the truth. Well, to not create any more of a scene than I probably already am, I, I uh, pick up the gem okay. and try to examine it with Arcana. So you pick up the gem, you look at it. You can go ahead and give me an Arcana check. Go ahead and roll d20. 11. So you definitely recognize this gem, um, and you know that you've held one of these before, and you're a little, you're not familiar with it, but you know that this holds some power to another world. You also get the sense that this is a connection from where Reginald may be. It looks refined. So as if it had, it, it looks sharp, it looks refined. It looks like it was shaped in this way. It's about... I want to say two to three inches long, maybe like an inch wide. It looks like it was cut down to shape. You you get that there was some craftsmanship behind it where it came from like obviously a bigger source and somebody cut this into this shape that it is now. I want to compare the two to see if they look identical because there's the other one in the hilt. You walk over to it and you these look exactly the same. They both look refined. Just the one that's in the hilt looks like it was socketed for that mace. And me holding it, I don't feel any different or any... No. Hmm. Nothing. And uh, can I just like investigate the bugbear in general? Sure. So you're looking at this decapitated bugbear and armless bugbear at the same time because Drell fucked it up. You're, the bugbear does not look like any of the other bugbears you've seen. Um, and you are convinced, uh, no doubt in your mind, that this, this thing was mutated in some way. Its jaw is elongated. It has a long snake-like tongue. Its ears were mismatched, and one was clearly larger than the other. This skin looks dead. His eyes, what's what was once pure red with no like you know pupils, is now all white because it's dead. It smells really bad. All of its fur is pure black rather than the brown that you've been uh, seeing. And it was taller than the other bugbears that you've seen. It was about a foot taller. It also has a bone wing or uh, <laughs> I call it a bone wing, but it doesn't have any feathers or skin on it. It's literally just a bunch of bones as if it was going to turn into a wing. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like I, I kind of look over the scenario, the situation, but my main focus, I, I look over uh, at Kemi and I run over to Kemi like, Kemi, oh, Kemi, are you okay? Yeah. I look oh, him up good. and down like for, oh, for I'm good. cuts and scrapes. Are you you're fine? You're sure? You're, hey, you, you, know, you promise oh, you're okay. Oh, I'm good. Oh, oh, thank goodness. Oh, man. You know, yeah. you you added nothing oh, in that yeah. fight except for healing. So I was worried you were going to die. I was sure you were going to die, but you're fine. Look at you. Kemi gets up. He's like on his butt for a second, dusts off his knees. Goes, well, I guess I did pretty good, didn't I? Yeah, you sure? Do you remember that? You remember when you ran over to uh, Armos and you didn't even trip? That was awesome. I'm pretty good on my feet, aren't I? Uh, yeah. <laughs> under under oh, my breath, job. I'm like that one time. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what are you doing drill <laughs> yeah drill do you got he's anything? just soaking it all in dude he's a very he's i feel like he's kind of just been sitting there kind of just listening he's i don't know he's pretty soft-spoken so i mean he doesn't always have something to say but like if i look around the room is there literally only like dead bodies in the room or is there anything else uh go ahead and give me a perception check mm. you'll look around the room are we all looking around or just him Sure. Yeah, please. I got a 13. 13? I got a nat one. <laughs> oh, look at this room. 
I got 11. 11 room. Oh, uh, with a 13. And <laughs> in the back of the room, kind of where you threw the torch, there's actually like a broken in chest. All right. Just look in so. good condition. You go walk over to it. Looks like yeah. it was crushed. Yeah, I'll go over to it and try to open it. All right, you open it. It looks like the, um, I wouldn't say it's a big chest, but it looks like slightly bigger than like a foot locker uh, size. The, the lock was busted open already. And inside there are items. There are spoils. So in there you find, let me roll to see what you guys get. I go over to the bugbear head and I just pick it up to take with me. I like tie it to the belt, my belt. Interesting. Okay. The you do need the bugbear head. Yeah. Yeah. A whole bugbear head on oh, my belt. Oh shit. You're right, dude. We should probably give it to that lion guy. Though. Yeah, exactly. So you dude. go ahead and you, you bag up this uh, bugbear head to bring back his proof that you did his uh that you did his little quest yeah. inside the chest there are a number of items it's mostly bags or tiny like sacks filled with stuff so in one of the bags you find two gems one of them is like an opaque matted blue gem and the other one is an azurite gem it's two of the same gems there's two azurite gems in there in another bag is a bag full of beans somebody go ahead and roll me you're gonna give me 3d4 who wants to pick up this bag of beans wait can we uh, each roll one since there's three no, it's one person picking it up right one oh, person. okay yeah right. do it, do it. He's, you're there do a drill uh that is seven seven there are seven beans in this bag of beans and there is a bag of oh there's sling ammunition in there so if you were to use the sling ammo menace you get plus one to hit plus one to damage oh sick you get 30 plus d20 shots so go ahead and roll me a d20 14 14 so you get uh 30 plus 14 shots so armos gets the gems uh menace gets the beans and i get the slingshots right <laughs> <laughs> and then oh there's a small pipe in there looks like oh, it's I'll filled with it. like the tobacco oh hell yeah mm. so i'll I guess Drell will look at the slingshots and he'll just look at Menace and Menace, take these. I, I think you could probably use them more than I can. Oh, you sure you don't want and, them? I, I'm happy to share the bullets. Uh, you, you, no. no. Not one? No, no uh, you're good. Okay, I, I, I appreciate you, it. Thank, thank you, thank you. And uh, Armos, here, take these. Uh, you could probably use them more than I can. Oh. And I uh, toss him the gems. Ooh. And then, yeah, I'll guess I'll keep the seven beans and... <laughs> Uh, the pipe. I do want to do one more thing. Sure. What do you want to do? The axe that the bugbear has. It, it was a Morningstar mace. So you okay. go look at mace. the Morningstar mace, and it is a well-crafted mace. And the gem is socketed. It's still attached to the arm, like, by flesh. So you would have to cut it loose. Can we do that and give it to Drell? Absolutely. Drell, do you want to do the cutting? <laughs> I look I look at him with my hands up like, hey, this ain't my profession. I mean, I, is it like a, do we get a sense it's like a cursed item? There's definitely something magic about the item. Do you want me to, to do my arcana? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to pick up a random, I don't want to start using a random weapon that an evil dead bugbear that poked people's what? brains. Like, Well, I'm holding <laughs> one of the gems in my hand and I don't feel any different. You're also a warlock, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a fucking... Look, don't talk about Reginald like that. <laughs> Who? Nothing. Anyways, uh, I, I do an arcana check to, to see if there's any evil, I don't know. 
presence of me touching it or getting near it. Roll me an arcana check. Ooh. 17. With a 17, you know that this item is magic. You also know that its power comes from the gem. The gem is infused into the mace. Cammy Joe comes over and he goes, oh, that's an infused weapon. What does that mean? What does that mean? So Cammy Joe is uh, a bit familiar. Let me see how familiar he is. Oh God. So he goes over, he looks at the, he looks at the, the shard. He goes, that's a blood shard. That's like what's left over from what happened all those years ago. You know, I haven't seen one in person, but I know, um, you know, people look, look for these and we see them. We don't see them in use where I'm from, but we have buildings designated to study these at the Sigic College. Like, like Lord Baron is very interested in these and they kind of like experiment on them and people are still trying to figure out what they do because these were left behind. Are you guys not aware of this? No, not at all. Everyone give me a history check. Wait. <laughs> I got a 19. Jesus Christ. Okay. Dude, I got a 14. I have minus one, so I have a 12. Same. Okay. With an 18, you were as a young, as a calf, as a cult, cult, calf, calf, as a young calf, your mother used to tell you stories that if you used to wander beyond the tribe's borders, that something would take you away to an evil place. And they said this used to happen to children who used to disobey their parents whenever they were being bad, that if they ever wandered out or weren't listening to their parents, they would be snatched away to another world. Kids that uh, you may have gone to school with used to like talk about rumors of this happening because that story that you hear, that that children's scary tale what does stem from a piece of truth you know that way back when uh years and years ago that people would just randomly disappear your clan was so you had some people you had some elders that kind of grew up no nobody that was around during the red catastrophe but stories that have passed down you know that when a crystal came the, the all these monsters would attack and everything like that when he left there was a new type of ore that was left behind in the world of Fimbrea, known as the blood ore. There were like veins and like, uh, like, you know, veins of like this reddish mineral or material. So Kemi goes, yeah, that is, that shard is a refined version of the blood ore, as we call it, from the red catastrophe years and years ago. So people have kind of, you know, put that in weapons now to, to, to make them stronger. This seems like what's caused the bugbear to go nuts. I'm asking Kemi. Yeah. Like, what? what is the correlation? Like, if we use it, are we safe? Or well, I'm, I'm trying to get information I, out of it. I haven't seen anything like this before, but it would make a lot of sense if that was the case because you can see how it was kind of melded to his arm. You know, we don't, a lot of people don't really know the long-term effects of these shards. We just know that, like, the queen ordered, like, a mass... Uh, like he, she has like, uh, she put out a queen's like a ruling that the red guard would have to confiscate any blood or weapons or shards that, that they come across. You know, she kind of wants to take them. She recently, she's been wanting to keep them out of, uh, citizens hands. It's, it's very weird that a bugbear would have one. You know, I have seen people use it before. I at least heard stories of people using them because they, you know, they're just better weapons, but a bugbear to have one that's a that's weird and especially a bugbear that looks like this i'm only going to assume that it it, it messed with his appearance i mean th these gems do come from another plane of existence they were left behind by 
by Christo himself. So you're saying that people, you mean, and I, I, I kind of point around the room. You mean like maybe one of these people had a bloodstone and then somehow this bugbear got it? Is that what you're saying? Looks around at the corpses. I mean, I, maybe? Uh, so we know that this guy was the chieftain. Yeah, he was bigger and stronger, but you know, bugbears aren't, I mean, they're dumb, but they're not stupid. So like there's a pecking order here and that's a really nice mace. So it's possible that when they ambush somebody that they, that could have been on whatever they were carrying. So we probably started using it. Now, how this thing transformed, I, that is beyond my knowledge, but I'm assuming the two correlate. So you said that you know people that maybe know more about these. Is that uh, so? Yeah, the Sigi, so at the Sigic colleges, there's a whole branch, but they don't really like, you know, they study it outside of that. Like I just go to alchemy class. Like I don't. Do you know where we could find more information on these? Personally, like here, no. Uh, you might. I'm, I'm sure there's. You know, you can talk to anybody around like any town. I mean, if you guys want to come, you know, back to the Sigic College one day up north, but that's pretty far. That's all the way by Lord Baron's Divider. That's a few days away, and I ain't heading back there for quite a bit. At least not till I finish what my assignment out here. I mean, they may have answers, but I just know these are sought after. And if you get caught with these by any officials looking for them, they win in the legal right to take it from you. So this stuff is kind of like bad news. So maybe we just put it into one of our bags. Uh, we just hold on to it for a little bit. Yeah, I think we we have two of them now. We have one that's loose and one that's in this weapon. I don't think it's safe yet to use the weapon. Uh, see, I want to keep my axe, but I, I feel like the Morningstar, if it's a good weapon, then it's at least an upgrade for right now. Because eventually, if we could find out that the the you know the gem's not harmful, then I might want to try to put it into my axe. But if we rip it off, we need a blacksmith to put it back on, and then on top of that, we would then be outing ourselves for having the gem, and then we're kind of in this. <laughs> we're not supposed to have them because they're, from what it seems like, kind of against the law. All right. Joe, what do you think? I'm going to leave it up to you. I think what we should do is uh, it's probably a lot easier to hide two small gems than an entire Morningstar. So why don't we just rip the gem off of the Morningstar? Armos, you hold on to the two blood gems. And uh, we'll just try to hide them. And we'll try to figure out what they are and, and what they do. I know right where to put them. I mean, yeah, hide them. Ready. So you guys are going to try to... <laughs> uh, Okay. Don't give me that. Don't give us that laugh. Okay. You, okay. So this thing has been imbued with the gem, and you're trying to pull it off. You said it's a chain at the bottom of the thing. No, it's socketed into the hilts of the of, at the bottom. Yes, but it's socketed into the mace. So okay, here let's okay let, let's let's do this. What if we have uh, Drell pick up the the mace and then see how he feels. Yeah, but I mean, because I just, I just did a, I just did a, a search on it. So okay, I guess I don't, I don't know the full, full reaches of my, my power. So if I do an Arcana check, would I have noticed a, an, an evil entity or something evil with the, with the thing by doing that? Oh or do yeah, I did you? What'd like, you roll? I, what'd you roll? I rolled like a seventeen. Really? Right? Yeah, it was a like seventeen. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking evil. Okay. Okay. Super evil. That, we didn't get that last time. So My that's, bad. That's, I apologize. Yeah. This thing's fucking evil. Got it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what I. Okay. <laughs> so Thank then, goodness. That's I'm what I'm trying. Right. 
We didn't know what so to do I'm because we're like, we think it's it. evil, but you didn't tell us it was any fucking evil. Okay. My bad. I am sorry. You were absolutely <laughs> right. I do apologize. Okay. So what we will do now that we know that this thing's totally fucking evil <laughs> is... <laughs> Armos, you hold on to one of the blood gems, yeah, and I'll it. put the morning star in my bag. And I have the head, <laughs> dude. By the way, big brain. Look, you know what? You're 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 small fry, but man, you got a big <laughs> big brain over there. I do. To just get a like an idea of like the scene, how big is the head of the bugbear, and how <laughs> oh, big it's is about... Menace? <sighs> Hmm. I'm just curious. Like, does it drag on the ground when he walks? <laughs> no, it, it does. doesn't drag on the ground, but the thing was eight feet tall, so I'm trying to think of head sizes. Oh, it's probably um, like, a foot. like I'm holding my head in real life. Yeah, maybe about like a foot, foot and a half tall, foot wide. It would be like the size of Drell's head. Yeah. It's a quarter it's a, of it's me. A <laughs> it's a fucking it's a fucking so head, he's like, dude. He's like full on leaning forward, like Trudging through. Did you put it like, in a bag or you just carry no, it yeah. on his no, hip? You, it's on no, his he back. said I put it in a bag and like uh, tied it yeah. to my hip. So Cammy Joe goes up to you guys, uh, talks to you guys. He goes, so uh, what's, what's the plan, guys? I, uh, I've been writing down, I've been writing down in my journal, possible locations of more friends. Great parents <laughs> divider. <laughs> these colleges like Queen with a little drawing of a stick figure queen get kimmy's uh you know dove information so you can send him a letter later and get invited to his birthday party oh yeah i, I look over at kimmy like oh uh kimmy what what's your uh what's your uh, uh like uh, uh what's uh, what's it called uh box Hawk delivery address. What what is that? Oh, uh, I mean, if you just send it to Alchem the Sigic College Alchemy Building Two, um, that's my dorm. That's why that's where I am. So just go ahead and send it to dorm two, and uh, I'll get your mail. Kemi, you you go by Kemi. Is that like what what you're known at? Kemi Joe is my nickname. Yeah, but but it would get to you if I I, I wrote that oh, out. Oh, absolutely. Everyone knows me as Kemi Joe. Joe. Joe Jofferson is my full name, actually. Joe Jofferson is my full name. Is Kemi your first full name? Ha <laughs> ha. It's my, you know, it's a nickname my buddies gave me after I switched from Gnomish Engineering class. I was a Gnomish Engineer as my major. You know, really was it for me. So I switched over to Alchemy. You know, nobody really finds their path in life in college until about their second or third year, you know? <laughs> yes, of course. I lean over to Armos. Or, uh, Ar Armos, what's, what's college? <laughs> what, what is <laughs> So, Menace, you got um, Kemi Joe's, you know, address if you wanted to send him stuff when he's back at the Alchemist College. So, you guys are still in this room. What are you guys doing now? We need to go back to the town and uh, turn in our bounty. Okay. Um, that deal I talked about, you know, I help you guys and maybe you guys help me. Yeah, absolutely. We'll help. Yeah, we'll help. So, no, we'll, we'll find well, out well, well, what well, well. we need. No, to help yeah, with. We'll, yeah, we'll definitely okay, help. Okay, okay. So, so here's here's the plan. I was sent here originally on an assignment to go to this go to this cabin because there was like some mythical stuff. I don't know. We get assignments from the college, right? It's how college works. You get assignments, you do the assignment. I was sent out here. I was given a quest. I was given like this weird note. He holds up like an envelope. Uh, but along the way, I got, I seen these, these bug bays and I saw this, this the one you just killed. Great job. Bravo. He claps a little bit. Uh, but I saw this and I saw that he looked very weird. So I figured uh, it was just my duty to kind of like a port, a report and observe and bring it back to the college. Because I feel like this is something that, you know, people at my college might want to know about. Because I haven't seen that before. Um, that looks weird. I never seen a mutated monster before, but, uh, 
I still don't want to go back totally empty-handed. So if you guys could just help me finish my assignment, that would be great. What is your assignment? So there was just like this weird, there's like this weird cabin not too far from here. So in the cabin, apparently there's like this cavern below that's like magic. Apparently a wizard lived there at some point. And in there, there's like, there's like this weird fog I was told to investigate and bring something back. There's like a chest down there that they want me to go get. Is it on the way back to the town? It's, um, it's, you know, it's not like on the way, but it's definitely close by. It's maybe like a few miles out, you know? I pull in Menace and Drell. Guys, we saved this guy's it. life. I know. <laughs> I'm down. I say it probably way too loud. <laughs> Drell, what do you think here? I feel like we've done enough here. We got what we need. Do we want to stretch our legs for this, for this little guy? Well, what if, uh, what if down the road? We need his help. We're going to be known as the guys who didn't help him. For what? Especially if you want to go to the college and find out what these blood gems do. He's probably a good in. I assume we can't just walk into a school and start asking people a bunch of questions. So I sigh, but I I feel like I need to get my point out. So I'm like, he works at a alchemy lab. He's not a he's not a college professor. He's a sophomore. <laughs> he doesn't even know what the gems. Are. He barely knows what the gems are. But he knows people, right? He knows he, he's got lots of friends. They could help us out, I think. What about Frederick? We got to get back to him. Bring oh, him the head. Yeah, but we'll do this really quick, right? And then we'll get back to it. Yeah. And then we'll part ways after we help him, you know, and then we'll meet him later. Oh, what if uh, Drell, hold on. Drell turns around and he looks at Kemi and he goes, uh, Kemi's kicking like a little goblin head going red potion, blue potion, yellow potion, health potion. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, <laughs> He looks at Kenny and he goes, uh, wait, he looks at Kenny and then he turns back and he goes, I kind of want to see if this guy knows what my boots do. And I feel like I'll have to help him if he's okay. going to take a look at him. All right. How about we do this? I'll, I'll see if I could talk to him. See if we can go back. We can talk to, uh, Frederick. Oh, but that would take too long to go there and back. Yeah, why go all the way back uh, to town? We're here. We might as so well. So town stuff. is about. So let's just get a grasp of where you guys are at. Yeah. You guys are still in a room full of thousands of dead bodies. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys are fucked up. By the way, you guys definitely need to like rest. Hey, I have nineteen at some point. points. I'm good. And <laughs> the he says it's not too far away where he needs to go. And town is about ten to twelve miles out. Yeah. And if we go to the cabin, then we can just take a break and then just head to town in the morning all right ah, team let's cabin do let's do it <laughs> i run over to uh kemi and give him a big old hug lift him oh, up again oh, in a circle crack. we're gonna help you buddy <laughs> oh my new friend my new pal oh, new so bestie oh we're gonna help you i'm so happy kind of shaking back and forth uh all right yeah got Okay, I'll make it worth your while too. Well, so whatever we find in there, we'll split it. How about that? Actually, you know, I just need, I just want to go figure this out, finish my assignment. You guys find anything, you keep it. I don't even want it. Oh, I like that. It's a wizard oh, house. Oh. I'm only assuming there's at least a book there too. Oh, Kemi, would you, oh, oh, would you help my friend Drell? He's got, he's got these boots. You see? I, I don't know what they do. They look cool, but I think he could tell them what they do, maybe. Boots? Boots? Let me see. What kind of boots? Yeah, Drell hands him, he pulls out the uh, rocket boots and he hands it to him. He kind of drops a little bit, a little heavy. Oh, uh, oh, these are, oh, these are made. Uh, right? Oh my God, he's like pulls down his goggles. He's like, he's like a little monocle, like zooms in a little bit. You going? Okay. Oh, these are definitely goblin made. These are definitely goblin made. There's some goblin engineering in here. 
These look like rocket boots. These look like rocket boots. So pretty much if you if you put them on, you can go really fast because they got like little wheels in the heels. So he flips over the boot and he, like it's like a heely. He <laughs> go, Psss, it spins through. So it's like you put these on and then you hit this button. Hits the button. The <laughs> he rolled a fifteen, so it works. He's like the the boot turns on and he goes back like three feet as like fire comes out the back of the boot. Uh, he's like hits the button again, turns it off. So yeah, uh, you wear these and you kind of go fast. Uh, but you gotta you gotta be careful with these because goblins aren't really known for uh, structure integrity in their stuff. But it looks like you could travel a bit of distance with these bad boys. So if you look at the boot, it's like a leather boot. And all along the bottom of it is like a, a metal brim encasing the sole of the shoe. And in the boot um, has like a little wheel. And on the corners of the heel, like two little rocket shaped propellers. So like, and there's like a button there. So if like from what the demonstration you just showed, if you hit that button while wearing the boots, you're going to fly. You're going to go forward X amount of feet. Is there not like a set distance or? He's not too sure. You would have to roll for it, but you would definitely move uh, double your speed without using a dash action or anything like that. But I'd have to put them on and take them off. Yeah. Like in the middle. Yeah. These are boots. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we agree to help Kemi. Before, before we leave, can we just kind of do a, like a little search in the, at this point, we're so immune to the smell and yeah. the blood and the gore that's around us. Could we just do one final check in the, the dog pile of bodies that are in the middle of the room that we're not missing anything? Yeah, give me an investigation check. All right. All right. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh, it was a, a good a old 12. five. Four. Oh, sorry. Four. I got 12. A, I got an 18. 18. So you're looking at these, the pile of dead bodies that were piled, but now kind of scattered around because the giant rose from them. You do see uh, different races, and you can't find a, a body that's, like, wholly intact. A lot of them are, like, ripped at the stomach. All of them have holes in their heads as if, where you can determine the, the bugbear tried to shove the gem into them uh, and didn't take, or from what you've seen, didn't take, because none of them are zombified like the giant was. There are a mix of elves children like human children there's some dwarves in there there are some uh, gnomes in there as well and halflings you do find a dwarf in there with a familiar beard that you heard earlier in town he has a big bushy beard he has a patch on him he's missing a leg and he's missing an arm but on the vestment of his jacket you see a bunch of berries like a patch of berries so that was the guy they're having the funeral for Berries. Yep. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Very wise. Do we see we yeah. don't see the kid, right? What about the kid? The little You do not see the kid. We, can we take the the patch? Uh that way we can bring it back to to town. Yeah. You can take the patch off his vest, sure. All right. Cool. Well, let's head out, I guess. Let's get out of here. <laughs> so you guys make your way back. You kind of have like a a bearing like you know where you are you have your bearings for the place by now. Um you don't see any movement. There are no more bugbears around from what you've seen. Uh, so you kind of just walk out. It is nighttime from, from how, where you look in the sky, where the moon is and everything. It's not dead of night. It's about maybe like 9 p.m. It's uh, it's spring, by the way. I don't think we ever talked about which season we were in. We are in spring. So it does get dark, you know, 
around like eight o'clock, nine o'clock or whatever. So it's about nine o'clock at night. Uh, it's cool. The breeze, uh, the breeze finally hits you. You've been outside for the first time in, in hours and you've been around dead bodies. You guys fucking smell horrific, but you're just glad to finally be outside. Kimmy Joe goes, okay, so if we had north points east, if we had north, uh, that's where the cottage is. It's just beyond some tree lines. He's looking like there's no tree lines over there. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Oh, okay. That's north. So he points north. Gets his bearing straight. He looks up at the north star. Okay, okay. That's north. Okay. So if we head north, uh, just beyond the wood, wooded area over there, there's a, there should be a house. And I think that's where it is. That's where my map says. He unfolds the documents from the letter, uh, from the envelope that he was shaking earlier. And he has a map. And it looks like it's not that far away from where he's pointing. So, do you guys? What do you guys want to do? I want to ask him for another health potion. <laughs> uh, yeah, he goes ahead and grab. He he tosses you one. Okay, so now I'm up to three health, and I'm dr uh drills ready. <laughs> yeah, do we just want to head there? Yeah, just had a huge battle. We're just <laughs> we're ready to keep going. <laughs> no, we we should long rest. We should long fucking rest somewhere. Well, it's only a mile away. What time of day is it? Can we tell by the it's sun? The, it's it's nine around nine at night. Yeah, let's, I guess, take a rest then, for sure. Because <laughs> I, I need to get my stuff. And... So here's the options that you have to weigh as new players. Do you want to rest in the cabin where you're sheltered, or do you want to set up camp oh, outside yeah. of bugbears okay. where yep. something could potentially happen? Yeah, yep. I don't want yep. someone to Forgot steal our that. shit again, dude. You get an owl bear cabin. stole your lunch. Cabin. Yeah, cabin. all right, let's go to the cabin. Yes. <laughs> all right, go to the cabin. We, we find our way to the cabin, hopefully. Um so you guys head north about a mile. You cross the main like so as you're walking over some hills, some grassy hills. You don't you don't really see any wildlife that seems dangerous. You know, you see a couple of rabbits, some some deer running around and then uh, beyond the view you do see some trees past the main road. So you cross over the main road, you don't see anybody walking around because it's you know, it's late at night. Um you head into the woods and Kemi Joe takes out his map. He goes, "Okay, we need to go up we need to follow. We're looking for a green benchmark, like a green tree benchmark or something. He looks around. Uh, everyone give me an investigation check as you're looking for some type of green marking on a tree. If you have a nature check. 17. 17? Uh, I got Yeah, you a... guys found it. Oh, yeah. I got <laughs> a found 17 it. also. With a 17, you find it. But as a ranger being, you know, that be your class, I would give you advantage. Uh, so you find like this green marker on a tree Kimmy Joe goes yep that's the one okay so now we just need to follow these and it should lead us to the cabin uh you guys get deeper to the woods these woods aren't like super thick or anything like that you do hear some movement around you some wildlife um nothing that really throws you off you do see a dirt road as the woods tend to clear a little bit and you see a nice little cottage just beyond the way Outside, from the outside, you see um, the cottage looks like like a one-room type cottage. It's not too big. It's definitely not on the small end. You see an outhouse to the left. Uh, you do see some candle lights inside on, and there is some smoke coming from the chimney. On the side, you do see some logs. It looks like there's an axe stuck in like a tree stump where lumber was being chopped for firewood. And you do see some footprints in the dirt. Oh, Kemi, do you have, uh, do you have more friends? You have friends here? Uh, Are you having like a sleepover? Is a slumber party? I heard about those. They, they, that sounds cool. Uh, no, um, I don't know if the guy still lives here. You shouldn't be. Maybe somebody found it and just squatted. Who is the guy you're talking about? Well, this I have an assignment from 
my professor. So he told me to come and investigate, you know, this cottage because it was told to be magic and things like that. Like the wizard who used to live here do, used to do a lot of experiments, especially in alchemy. So that's why he sent me down here to maybe find something of use. He said there may or may not be an alchemy jug here. And every alchemist at the Sigil College needs an alchemy jug. So it's like, all right, of passage, we got to go out and find one. And I was told there was one here. What is an alchemy jug? Excuse? An alchemy jug is like a tool that alchemists use. So it's like, it's a, it's definitely magic, but it's, it's not like in a magic where it cash cool, cool spells or anything. It's just filled with like random liquids, like anything you want it to be. So like it has like a whole bunch of corks and like one cork may be like uh like water another cork would be like mayonnaise another cork would be mustard another cork would be salt another cork would be water uh another cork would be salt water you know things that like alchemists would use i guess cooks could use it too because i don't know why there's mayonnaise in it but there's mayonnaise in it make a hell of a tomato sandwich with that kind of want a tomato sandwich while he's doing that can i uh kind of follow the tracks you look at the tracks and they look like um human boots or like the footprint is about the the boot print is about the size of like a human. But do they go to the house? Or? Yeah, they go up to the house. Yeah, so I I follow them. I just follow them to the house. Okay. Uh, you're now at the front door of this house. What are you guys doing? Hello. I knock on the door. Oh Jesus. Hello. Hey, <laughs> we're friends with Kemi. Anyone in there? <sighs> okay. You hear some uh, whispers. Give me a. Oh boy. Give oh, me no. a perception check. Uh oh, uh that is a seventeen. Seventeen? Yeah, oh boy, scram, 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 scram. You hear some shuffling inside, oh, you hear snuffling of the uh, It's the jazz guys. <laughs> oh no. It's the fucking jazz guys. Dude, I actually just fucking hate all of them, dude. Especially Ross. Especially I, I Ross. I hate Ross. <laughs> I, I but think it's because Ross. like Ross is my least favorite he character runs a kitty on Friends. Cat adoption service. So like I just he immediately finds homes think for little kitty cats. Ross from it's, Friends. It's the tone of his snap, you know. It's the way he snaps. On time. <laughs> <laughs> on beat, yet. <laughs> All right, tell them what they need to know, Dino. Let me tell you what you need to know. We are launching a Patreon. That's what I'm talking about. Woo! Yeah. That's right, and we got four exciting tiers. That's right. Yo, Minis, why don't you tell us about your tier? Ah, <laughs> yes, the mini tier, of course. So if you pledge two bucks, uh, it's going to be pretty simple. It means you're one of my best friends, one of Minis' best friends. Um, we're going to shout out all our Patreons. No matter what tier you are, um, starting from $2 up, you'll be shouted out on our social media pages, Twitter, Instagram, uh, with uh, your name in Minis' journal under his best friend section. Nice little uh, benefit right there. And you get a nice little Discord roll. So everyone in the Discord knows that you're hot shit, you know? And Dragon Chess. And you get free games of Dragon <laughs> Chess. <laughs> yeah, Dan will literally go into Discord and play with you guys every single time. Absolutely. Week. We all know how much he <laughs> okay. loves Dragon Chess. Every and if you've listened to up to this point, you know how much words. he likes Dragon Chess. I didn't promise this. He will drop what he's doing to play Dragon <laughs> no, Chess with his no, best no, friends. Hey, That's what he told don't us. No. Verbatim. <laughs> Calm down. He, hey, loves hey, to, hey, he loves quote. to play Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern. I'm texting my boss. I'm quitting right now. <laughs> All right. And then we got the second tier, which is the campfire tier. It's five doll hairs 
uh, a month. Yeah, dollar hairs, not dollars. Um, what we're gonna do is pretty much after every show, we're gonna just kind of hang out and talk for like 30 minutes um, to like decompress on some of these episodes because I definitely got some stuff I like to talk about. Um, and we actually all do too. Like even uh, when we're done with the sessions, we are like, why aren't we actually recording these conversations? Hindsight's a D20, you know? We're gonna start recording them and we're gonna put them out there for you guys. And then uh, it's also gonna come with uh, uh, the mini tier as well. Um, you'll yeah. get that. All tiers uh, have the mini's best boat. friend tier, you know? Yes. Yeah, all tiers have the mini best friend tier. So then we have the next tier. So that was the $5 tier, which is the camp one. Now we have Humbrea's Heroes, and that is going to be the $10 tier. And for this, we will give a custom verbal shout out at the end of each episode to each person here. Plus, it includes every tier prior, which is awesome. Always, always. Yeah, always. Yes. And then... We have one final tier. We have the big boy DM special, the Sigic College alumni, the big bomb, the $25. It includes all the tiers, as mentioned before, plus an NPC creation contest. And what that entails is that anybody in this tier can submit us an NPC uh, that could be chosen to be featured in Humbrea in some way, whether it's from an NPC, a shopkeep, to a side character, to perhaps a villain, depending on how interesting as they are. If you want them to be a little like vendor that comes in you know, during the occasional shopping episode, that's fine. You write, wanna write someone quirky, you wanna write someone serious. If it's funny, if it's serious, we'll seriously consider it and it might just win the creation contest. Hell yeah. To submit Kimmy Joe 2.0, and it's just going to be better than your Kimmy Joe. That's mean. That's so mean. That <laughs> I put my a lot favorite. Of he's just going to do one thing cooler. Like, just one. Just he's every, so everything Kimmy Joe did, he's just going to do it one time better. Oh, well, he's an al he's an alchemist he's a class. Senior. He's a 200 level. He's a 200 level alchemist. Yeah, he's a senior. Yep. <laughs> he's actually an alumni. That's the thing. He's he's already done By with it. By the time it. this episode comes out, the rules should be in the Discord. We'll probably have, like, a little section that explains the rules to the contests. Uh, oh, yeah. We'll have, you know, we'll have all the details, you know, ironed out. We got to send it over to the, you know, artifice lawyers, you know. The high elves over there that are gonna like read it down and get all those semantics, the details, all that boring stuff, you know. And it is up to Tony's discretion, of course. You know, uh, you can't just write in a Power Ranger and expect a Power Ranger to get in just because it got accepted, you know. But what about my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? Teenage Mutant huh? Ninja Turtles already been done. I'm sorry. Gotta uh, keep it original. <laughs> Gotta keep it original, Dang. bud. <laughs> But listen, hey, li we have a lot of creative people out there, and we have the most creative people listening right now. All right, wink, wink. Right, so that's just an option out there if you guys want to be a part of it, or you know, listen, just be Minnis's best friend. Keep back a few bucks. It really helps us a lot. This is all going towards production. This is all going towards making the show better, making better content, not only on the podcast, but on YouTube and TikTok and all that great stuff. Oh, speaking of working hard, though, I don't think we're releasing an episode next week, right? Yes. So next week from when this is being released, uh, episode eight will be coming out two weeks from now. We're skipping a week uh, to really nail down the production side of things and uh, we're going to just work on the podcast, getting it really, uh, you know, we're getting our details. Not, we're taking a week off. We're taking a week off. And it's going to episode, episode <laughs> A is going to come out two weeks from now. We got some stuff we got. We want to make sure it's good. So we're just taking a one week break. And then we're going to come back with regular scheduled episodes. They're going to be bangers. You're going to love them. Absolute bangers. Absolute bangers. 
so yeah check out the patreon check out the discord check out the socials add us on twitter tiktok come to discord come say hi bully menace or be his friend who you play dragon chats with them ask you know ask us how we're doing we're kind of a little lonely so you know, you know come hang out come hang out it's a great time uh thanks for listening to this episode thank you for listening to our long ass announcement about patreon uh and thanks for all the support you guys have given we really do appreciate it <laughs>